Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Power of the Dog. I watched the second half of The Power of the Dog. And this is is The the Other other half. Half. It's... Oscar season, and Woo! let me tell you, Ethan, I am so happy to finally be watching a movie that looks like an Oscar film, that it feels like an Oscar feels film. feels like an Oscar film, for this, sure. Jesus. This is Oscar boys. This was so refreshing <laughs> to just watch a movie about a bunch of people being very upset, and uh, some kind of just, just the whole film, it just like a- Just a, a quiet, seething uh, undertones mm-hmm. of just, you know, something's going to bat. Very- not just because it's Western, but I got some very big There Will Be Blood vibe from this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But not as grand of a scale and not as like all-out anxiety-inducing. Very, very quiet. But it's very quietly under there. Yeah, it's I agree not as like, like Like an oil well, it is boiling at the surface <laughs> in uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah, but yeah, in The Power yeah. of a Dog, it's much more subtle. Much mm-hmm. more subtle, just like these men's sexuality. Yeah, just just like just boiling on it. I'm no. very curious to see what the hell is going on in this movie because I, I, having watched the first half, I'd only heard like the press of this movie, so I know that this has something to do with like gay, like there's a, some gay, gay stuff person. in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, and, and I'm assuming Peter, the the kid. I relate to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to Peter a lot. Just like this, like kid who just is like you know he just wants to create mm-hmm. stuff and he's very quiet and kind of out, not really outgoing. I think that's the thing. It's like this is. In some ways, this is about uh, repressed homosexuality. In some ways, but I yeah. think that's almost like a minor tone to what this is really about, and it's about the overt masculinity of, of the, the West, West. Yeah. and just people in general, right? And how it suppresses Western culture, Western culture for sure, yeah, yeah especially, um, and how it really suppresses those who are just like. Yeah, you know, there's still useful things you can do that aren't just, like, man stuff, you know? You know what this kind of reminds me of, too, is that... What's the fuck the name of that movie? The Something of a Golden Eye? The the Mirror? Oh, the, yes. Yeah. The reflections of, of a Golden reflections Eye. Reflections of a Golden Eye. It did kind of have that... In fact, there's a scene that I was like, oh, shit, this is right from here. Because <laughs> it's, like, again, very subtextual in my half of the film. But, like, you get this vibe that something's going on with Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, there's even a scene where, uh, where some... So, his brother... Mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons falls in love with and marries Kristen Dunst. Yeah, that's great because I didn't know what why they, what was going on. So there. they were married, uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't like that. And okay. there's a scene where he goes to uh, a uh, like a far or like a ra- the ranch. He goes inside the ranch where all the uh, horses are. Mm-hmm. He just starts fucking beating this horse up. Calls her like a bitch and a whore and stuff. And I was like, that feels a lot like Reflections of a Golden Eye. Yeah, like doing. Random stuff, acting out violently towards things because it's the only way you know you know how to like get your anger out. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm I'm also so I'm I'm very curious to see how this movie goes because like I Benedict Cumberbatch is a bad guy in this movie, but like you stick with him for so long that you almost start to feel bad for him. Yeah, and I, but I'm like you're an asshole, like you're a piece of shit, like you're mm-hmm. you're you're being very rude to all these people, and you're a grown adult. You shouldn't be acting like this to, yeah. to especially to Peter, but. I'm also watching it. I'm just like, man, I feel you, you, you need a hug, my man. Yeah. Like, something... He just needs, yeah. He just needs to like be easier on himself. And yeah. Not be so and other tight. people and other people. Yeah. Uh, so, right. So uh, him and Jesse Plemons are brothers. They're mm. rich. They come from money. 
Okay. Uh, and they're also very successful, like, ranchers, essentially. Yes. Okay. And they go into one of the towns uh, where Kristen Dunst uh, runs, like, a cafe, essentially. And her son, Peter, uh, like, makes little flowers out of paper. I don't okay. Know if that comes in your, that's your, it's very not Western of them. That's right. <laughs> and Ben and Cumberbatch sees this and just starts fucking like insulting him. He burns his flowers and he insults somebody playing the piano. Cool. Uh, and at first I was just like, oh, he doesn't like art at all. But then, <laughs> but then he's like plucking on his like banjo. So and and then you also learn that. Oh, no, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna hold on for that. That this was <laughs> like a this was probably like the turning point of the movie for me at, at this point. But I'll get to that anyway. Um, but he's plucking on his banjo, so clearly he does like music. It's just a masculine thing, of course, where he's just like, well, it makes me uncomfortable that you enjoy these like flowers. You should be doing man stuff. Definitely the flowers, but I almost feel like the music to me is also more like he has a sense of taste. Uh-huh. And I, I think he has a higher, more refined sense of taste than he likes to let on. And so when he hears like, you know, shitty music. He doesn't like it. Hmm. And there's one part where he gets up off of the uh, off of the he, he like gets up off the table and he has the chair in his hand. And he's like spinning the chair around in his hand in a like in a very I don't know like like in a in a I don't know like in, in a very like festive way. And I'm just like oh this is like a little like this is the one time I've seen him do something that isn't just like very straight and broad. You know like mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like fanciness to this. Mm. Um, so why is he spinning a chair just? Out of, I think he's spinning it out of just like boredom because he's waiting for his brother to because he's like, hey oh, brother, okay. we're done eating food, let's get out of here, and he's uh-huh. spinning the chair sort of like uh, impatiently, mm-hmm. but he's doing it in such a way that it's almost it's almost like um, when you're watching a parade and someone's spinning a baton in their fingers, like mm-hmm. it's it's so like like playful and and mm-hmm. and fun, and I'm just like wow, this really doesn't feel like the character I've seen before, which was fun. It was like a nice little sort of peek into him, and so Jesse Plemons is like. I'm going to pay for the table. You go to the brothel and have fun with the boys. And he's like, all right. So just say Plemons hears Kirsten Dunst crying and apologizes for his brother. Uh, and you learn also that Kirsten Dunst doesn't like to drink. She's like, oh, I'm not. I mean, I see your eyes. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. All changed. right. Sure. Yes. Okay. She doesn't like drinking. Um, and, uh, Jesse Plemons and her sort of start to like make up. We don't really see very much of it. Most of their relationship is seen through the eyes of Peter? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Uh, Peter's not a very big part of the movie in my half of things. That's so wild to me. Cause he's probably the biggest part He's like part the main character in my half. Yeah. He's very barely in mine. Uh, most of the, I, like the main character in my half of the movie is basically like Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, so Benedict Cumberbatch is at a brothel. He's not kissing anybody. He's just like looking at everyone, making an ass of himself out of themselves. And then he goes back to well, where like the bed because I guess I guess what Kristen Dunst essentially runs is like a bed and breakfast, but it's not a breakfast. It's like a dinner like hall. So like you can eat. So you can eat downstairs, then upstairs to the bedrooms. Oh, okay, okay. So he goes upstairs to fall asleep, looking for his brother. He doesn't know where his brother is, so he falls asleep in bed. And then his brother comes in in the middle of the night, and Ben and Carmen is just like, well, where, where were you? What's going on? What's, what's happening? Hmm. So something very weird. Another thing I wanted to mention, too, is the movie opens with Jesse Plemons in a bath, like showering or like bathing. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse Plemons gets out of the bath and he asks uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, why are you not, why, oh, when are you ever going to shower? When are you ever going to bathe? And this is where we learn that, like, Benedict Cumberbatch never showers. He never bathes. Ew. He's always dirty and stinky. Ew. Yeah. Uh, and it actually gets worse. So when Benedict Cumberbatch learns that Jesse Plemons and Kristen Dunst are married, he, like, loses it. 
He also, oh, there's another thing I want to mention. There's a guy named Bronco Henry. Oh, yeah. That he everyone loves, looks up to. Man, Benedict Cumberbatch loves Bronco Henry. Yeah. Loves him. Bronco Idol. Henry, he like, uh, he idolizes his saddle and like washes it daily. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes sure that this mentor, old mentor of his mm. is protected and kept well. I feel like some mm, weird shit happened yeah. between him and Bronco Henry, though. Bronco Henry seemed a little bit more than a, uh, than a, mentor. Than a mentor. Oh, he loved Bronco Henry. I bet. Right? Come on. I, I like to think that the fact that you don't know and I don't know means that there's definitely a subtext we're supposed there's to be picking definitely up definitely that. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Like, I didn't know it was just him that liked him or was everyone like... Everyone... Knows of him? Everyone knows of him, but Benedict Cumberbatch knew him. The way he treats his stuff with such respect and stuff makes me feel like there was also, definitely something going on. It's also very more. sexual the way he, like, washes the saddle. Like he's That always... saddle is, like, well preserved. That is <laughs> that is the way you put your most treasured Lego set up on the, the mantle. You know, that's where the, that's where the Death Star that's goes. That's where the Death Star that goes, come, That yeah. opens up and you can see, like, Luke and Han stuff in there. Right. That's his Death Star. Yeah, this is, is that... Saddle. Is that saddle? Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, maybe, maybe him, Bronco uh, Henry used that. Uh, They're both bucking together. Things. Yeah, that's bucking right. Broncos. Bucking Broncos. Fucking Broncos. <laughs> fucking Broncos. So he gets very upset. He goes out in the middle of the woods, cl- crawls under like the. Oh, his... okay. So he owns the fort, the little tiny like fort thing. What? <laughs> Wait, what is he crawling under? I guess it's a fort. Yeah. Is it's... there stuff in? Is it like a little like tiny like little hutch thing? It was like a door. Is there a door? I didn't see a door. I just saw a bunch of like like roots. Okay. I'm gonna guess that's his though. Okay. Is there stuff in there? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. He was just crawling through it. Uh, It was in the dark. It might be the same place. Okay. But he's crawling through this place, exits at the other end, takes off all his clothes, covers himself in mud, and then jumps in the water. This is someone who needs therapy. Yeah. Well, I'm like, this is so this is interesting, right? Because and then because this is clearly somebody who doesn't want anyone to get close to them. Mm Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like an active decision. Like, I'm not going to bathe. And in fact, I'm going to make myself dirtier because I don't deserve love and I don't deserve people to be around me. Something really must have bad happened to Bronco. I, yeah. It might well, be I almost, too. See, I almost thought maybe something bad happened to Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, I thought maybe he had been, like, assaulted or something. Maybe. That was my guess. Because, like, I think maybe Bronco, maybe he liked Bronco, idolized Bronco, and he thought Bronco was going to be somebody that he could trust. Bronco And, and Bronco took trust. advantage maybe. of that. Maybe. That's my guess. We have no idea. We don't know. But it's just like when you see somebody that's taking this amount of steps to like appearing super like un like like unattractive mm. and not wanting to be looked at yeah. and like people stay away from well, me. At some point, if you're not showering, you're doing it to yourself. Right. Exactly. It, that's the thing. Right. It's not just that he's not but showering. He go, he's making himself actively dirty. But he did go into the river. Like he does. A dirty river. river. Oh, it was a dirty river. Yeah, he covered like, himself in mud and jumped in a river. Yeah, but the river would wash off. It's not off a river. It's not a. It's like a pond. Uh, it's like it's like still water. Uh, okay. It's yeah. gross. Okay. Like yeah. he's People making himself in the river. Grosser. River is a way to clean because you're getting all that like fresh That's water true. from the top. Yeah. So then we see Jesse Plemons off with uh, Kirsten Dunst, and Kirsten Dunst sort of teaches him how to dance. And Jesse Plemons in the middle of the dancing sort of walks off, and he starts to cry. And you can see how much this means to him that somebody. He's close to him hmm. because it's clear that his brother has been very absent in his life. Very distant. And yeah. not just absent and distant, but also like abusive. Like he's, mm. he, uh, uh, he calls him fatso all the time. Damn. Like that's just, what he, I don't think he ever calls him by his name. He's always just like, you're a fat, you're fat and you're fatso and you're stupid and you're, you're, um, you're spoiled. You know, you went to college and you dropped mm. out, you know, you're a waste of space yeah. and you're an embarrassment and you're a disappointment. 
and he basically he also just like looks after him too like when he sees that uh uh him and Kristen Dunster going off he he writes a letter to his mom and dad and go like you know he's uh he's going off with this lady like he it's like he's He's actively trying to make sure that this relationship Sounds is bad. just between the yeah. two of him and that he has control over it, which, again, makes me feel like he might have been abused when he was younger. Because, like, you know, this is what an abuser would do is, like, try to separate other people from people yeah. and then also belittle them and make them feel like I smaller. Isolate them to have control over them. Yeah. So eventually Kristen Dunst comes back and Benedict Cumberbatch does not warm up to her. And, oh, my God, this this part was so... I love Kirsten Dunst as an actor. I think mm-hmm. she's really amazing. I, I really love her performances. Uh, and this one was so small. Like, it was just... Because Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't like her. And he makes no bones about it. He's oh, just yeah. like, you're only here for my brother's money. Like, that's all you're here for. Mm-hmm. But Kirsten Dunst also could play the piano. And uh, Jesse Plemons likes the fact that she could play the piano. So he gets her, like, a grand piano so she can play and practice. And she's, like, super just like, oh, no, don't buy the piano for me. I don't really know that much. But, like, she used to play in, like, a silent theater. Like, she used to play the piano during a movie. Oh, okay. For, like, hours. Cool. Like, that used to be her old job. So she's trying to play the piano, trying to, like, get back into it because it's been a couple years. And then Benedict Cumberbatch is in his room plucking on on a banjo and, like, trying to trip her up by playing better than her. Ooh. And it's just this scene of her downstairs looking up at him and him looking downstairs at her and playing along they with actually her. see each other? They, I think they, they're looking at each other, but, like, they're not standing next to each other. Like, right. they, it's like they're so far away, but they know each other's presence. Okay. And she knows that he's fucking with her. And it's just, like, he didn't... This almost is worse than him just straight up belittling her. Because it's just, like, you... You know that you're better than me, and not only do you know you're better than me, you're proving to to to, to me that no. I'm I'm worse than you are. Like you can play that banjo perfectly, and you choose not to. I'm trying to play this, and I'm failing at it, and it hurts her so much. Yeah. And so, then there's a scene where uh, Jesse Plemons uh, is going to invite his parents over, mm-hmm. and as well as uh, the governor and his wife. Sure, why not? Bring them all over. Sure, why not? If you're not? rich enough, I feel you can just get hang out with governors for some reason. It seems nuts to me that you just invite the governor over, but they are very rich. Yeah. Uh, and, but, governors like money. But you know what governors don't like is mm. smelly guys. Oh, and so Jesse no. Plemons is like, don't hang out with us tonight. Like, you're going to offend the governor's wife if you come by. Yeah. You're going to stink too much. I mean, yeah. I, I, I feel the governor's wife. I get it. I get it. You don't want to hang out with a stinky person. But here's the thing is after a while... Of it just being Jesse Plemons and Kristen Dunst, everyone's so bored. They're mm. just like, I we want to hang out with with Benedict Cumberbatch. Old fun Benny. Yeah. And like his name is Jess it's Phil, by the way. Phil. So Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I called him Phil for the whole time. Because he was in he He's turned, in character. He turned into Phil for me. He he he, he Jesse just, Plemons, though. I still call him Jesse Plemons. I love him. I love Jesse Plemons. He's he's a cute boy. But sorry, not to sidetrack too much from the plot. That's I thought Jesse Plemons was okay in this. Like he's good, yeah. but he I uh, getting supporting nominated actor. I don't know. Still, I expected more. It still more. goes to the guy from Coda for me, right? So far. Like it's yeah. just like he's fine. He's fine, but but he's not incredible. No, he's, he's Benedict Cumberbatch is really good though. Benedict Cumberbatch, I think, is really good. Yeah. I think also um, Phil. Yeah, Phil does really good. I think uh, the kid who plays Peter also is pretty good too. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, I didn't see very much of it yeah. in half the movie, but the, the the little I saw, I was like, poor kid, dude. he, but he comes you know through. What? It's cute because it's like he is bullied and like talked down he to and insulted 
he ch- keeps trying. He yeah, that he, little guy. I love his tenacity. He's like he's a just little tenacious. Guy. I think that's the thing is I think that's why Phil, I relate to him so much. I think yeah, I think <laughs> Phil hates him because yeah. Phil wants to not care like that. Mm. Wants to just be himself, right. but he can't because he can't let anyone close to him. Because if he bees himself, then people might actually like him. Blah blah blah, etc. But right. it kills him that like people don't like Peter. They call him, you know, the f word all over the place. Mm. They say he's a little pansy, all that stuff. Right. And like he doesn't care. He's like whatever. I'm just yeah. Doing thing. I just care about my mom. It's so cute. Yeah. I've. It's so sweet. Yeah. I really liked that aspect of him. Uh, see, I I almost wonder if. Benedict Cumberbatch sees a lot of himself in Peter. I, I think that might be it. Well, I, yeah. I think that maybe Phil used to be like Peter. He was like a little bit, he was like weak and he couldn't do very much. Uh, but he was, he was like beaten to shape by, by Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry. And, uh, you know, and now he's this misshapen, sad, okay. repressed guy. What? I got to ask you. Bronco Henry Versus Duncan Idaho, who would win? Duncan Idaho, Duncan all the Idaho, way. all the way. Duncan Idaho can beat anybody's ass in any movie <laughs> this year. Duncan Idaho pops in Dakota, destroys everybody. Yeah. Duncan Idaho shows up in uh, in Don't Look Up, destroys the fucking meteorite that's coming. <laughs> Jumps at it. Duncan yeah. Idaho can fucking any spoilers, but he'll fucking kick anybody's fucking ass. spoilers for Dune. Who knew that would come up in your Power <laughs> of the Dog episode, folks? <laughs> Hope you guys want, oh, you got to take a little note of that oh, one. Eh? We'll bleep that one out for <laughs> for the audience there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Duncan Idaho. What a great name, uh, Duncan Idaho. Great name. But I love Duncan Idaho. Anyway, what Bunkin Bunkin? What's this? I forgot this guy's name already. Bronco Henry. <laughs> Bronco Henry. Yeah. Pretty good name too. I like to think his first name was Bronco. <laughs> Why would it not be? And his last name is Henry. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Henry is clearly a nickname. Meh. But uh, anyway, so, oh God, where was I? So, all right, so everyone's like, where's Benedict Cumberbatch? Mm-hmm. We need him to come to the party because this party's fucking lame. And it's like on Kirsten Dunst that this party's lame too. Damn. Because it's like she's, she's a lady. She's a bad host too. She's got to host it, yeah. And it's like so subtle. And then it's revealed. And this part was the part where I'm like, oh shit. Benedict Cumberbatch is smart, he oh. went to college. Uh-oh. He's a learned man. Oh, man. So not only is he, like, strong and looked up to, respected, a good ranch hand, like, knows his shit around the ranch, he also is really good at book learning, too. See, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right. He probably is, like, he kind of like Peter at a the little beginning, bit. where he's, like, at the beginning, obviously, you get to college when you're early. You're right. young. You're not older. You're right. He probably did all that and was just like, well, I got to toughen up for like whatever reason. Maybe his dad told him to toughen up. Maybe. You know? Maybe it was like enough this book learning. You or, go to or, just being in the, or, or just being in the West in general. Totally. Like, just, per, just demands masculinity out of men. Totally. Right? I like, believe it. Yeah. I definitely think that. Uh, or maybe he was just like, oh my God, Bronco Henry is the most handsome man I've ever seen. I'm going to go work with I'm gonna him. going to be a man like him. going to be a man like him. Uh, so I could put a man in him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me. But that's... But that, to me, was, like, the hardest hit in the whole movie mm-hmm. is Kirsten Dunst realizing, like, not only is this guy mean and ignorant and rude, but he's also really smart. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's, like, you can't win. And everyone loves him, you know? And it's, like, this begins to drive her to drink. She actually starts drinking. Yeah. And getting a really bad problem, like, hiding bottles around the house. Um, ah, that part fucking killed me. I was, like, you could see it in her eyes where she's just, like, I failed. Like... I, Did I'm, they actually bring out old, uh, Chris, old uh, yeah, Phil? Yeah, uh, Phil. 
shows up and everyone's so happy and they don't even bother to mention his, st- his stink damn and he's just he's he's super charming and fun which is funny because it makes it seem like almost like a challenge that he stinks and like he's yeah it's like no none of his family or anyone close to him like likes it but people out of the uh, anywhere is like whatever it's fine like he's so charming it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and that it, it kills kirsten dunst it mm. fucking destroys her and it's so good also, this movie's broken up into sections. Yeah, there's like numbers, right? So I believe this is section four. Yeah, four is uh, the last one I think you were in. She's going to pick up her son, Peter, mm-hmm. from college. He's known as, I think, the... Perf- he's oh, like, so he's already went to college. He's, he's coming back. He's, uh, yeah, he attended college. So he's not even taking a summer break or whatever, I think he's right? taking a break, yeah. Okay. He's going back home to stay with his family. Uh, and he loves college. Everyone everyone loves him in college. He's made friends there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that he's going back to the West, he wears this goofy-ass getup with, yeah. like, a white shirt, white shoes, a big, like, 10-gallon white hat. And I'm just like, dude, you are making yourself a, like, yeah. you're making yourself a target right now. Mm-hmm. But, man, that was me when I was a kid, too. <laughs> I fucking work. Mike, I, you want to explain uh, your outfit when you were younger? Yeah, man. You want to get into it? Well, when I was, dude, when I was in first or second grade, uh-huh. I wore cowboy boots to school every day because yeah. i thought it was cool as fuck uh-huh. and kids constantly would like would, would like make fun of me and like try mm-hmm. to steal them and shit mm-hmm. but i was like i love these fucking cowboy boots though <laughs> what's funny is if you were born in the power of dog era he'll be like all right that's what you're wearing that's cool. fair very that's nice true. but i probably wear shit that he yeah you'd probably be like i don't know i like tap shoes or something I don't yeah know. <laughs> yeah i'm just always like against something the different yeah when i was in high school i wore like five watches on my arm because mm-hmm. i thought that was cool i wore goggles wore i was goggles, i was a fucking yeah. weirdo so i really related to peter here i was like mm-hmm. yep i get this guy yeah uh but Peter returns home and he's immediately bullied. Oh yeah, by uh, not just by uh, Phil, but Phil's whole all of his ranch hands, and he like he he encourages it. He's just like make fun of this guy. Yeah, and that's the end of my half. That's the end of your half. Yeah. Okay, so I'm very curious to see what happens next. Boy, it goes places. What? So-, so okay, I was when when I was telling my wife we were watching this, she's just like, oh, what half you got? And like the first half, she's just like, Whew. and I'm like, what does that mean? Well, she's she just seen like, it. No, she's just heard about it. Oh, okay. she's just heard about how it ended. But I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, my, I, I was like halfway through my half when that happened, and then the second half, I'm like, what? Like my mind was like spinning. I'm just like, what is gonna happen? Like I was starting to like look in the background for clues. I was like, what the fuck is gonna? How is this movie gonna end? Mm-hmm. So now, now I'm on, I'm on pins and needles, guys. Oh yeah. So, um, we, I don't know much about this Peter guy. All right. He seems. Like, he shouldn't be in the West. No. Just from what I can judge from the way he looks. Yeah, Yeah. he should be in the East. He should be something more affluent, more accepting. Yeah. More progressive than (laughs) the West, which is based with a bunch of cows and shit. Right. And the first thing he does is he he shows his mom, who's Kristen Dunst, who's hiding bottles. Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst, excuse me. It's okay. I call it Kristen all the time. Yeah. It's Kristen, right? It's so close to Kristen. It's very close, yeah. Yeah. Um, And Peter made a trap, and he caught a bunny in it. Yeah, that's right. He killed a bunny. He didn't kill a bunny. There's a bunny inside of it. There's just a, it's a live oh, bunny. Oh, it's a say it's alive. It's a live bunny. Oh, okay. That's so, right. I saw him setting the trap up. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Wow, he's a no kill guy. Come on. Come That's on right. Now. That's right. So, he's 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 definitely gonna do a no kill run in um uh, Undertale. Undertale, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh so he has the bunny and he's in the, the she's very happy. She's like, Oh, it's so cute, I love the bunny. I wonder what's gonna happen to it. Uh, so a little later, uh, she's downstairs and talking to talking to people, and the house little housekeeper is like, "Hey, I want us to go see the rabbit and give it a carrot." So she goes up. She's like, "Hey, Peter, where's where's the rabbit? Wants the carrot?" And he's like, "The rabbit doesn't want one. Doesn't want to eat." It's like, "Oh, okay." And then she walks over to him, and all you see is him his, his back to the camera, and you see her look over what he's doing. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And then she just walks away, and you Ooh. see the rabbit is di- being dissected. 
Oh, it's all cut up. So he's and, not like, a no-kill guy. No, he's all for killing. He killed it. But for scientific purposes. That's the thing is I was like, whoa, what a fucking psychopath. Because I didn't know what his like thing was. <laughs> yeah, he's I was like, like a, is this going to be like a dark reveal or he's something? He's like an anatomy professor. But yes, then I realized he wants to be a surgeon. Yeah, So yeah, he's yeah. like, I have to dissect things. That's what you he tells his mom. Do you the young maid, by the way? I do not. She was in, uh, last year, she was in, oh, uh, God. She was an oh, God. Rabbit. Not Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. My favorite Oscar movie. Peter Rabbit. Loved it. Oh, the sequel's also good, too. Love I that really one, I really hate that I can't remember this fucking movie. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. I didn't see Jojo Rabbit. She was in Jojo Rabbit, and then this year she was in Last Night in Soho. Okay. Well, I've seen neither of those movies, so that's why I did not recognize it. <laughs> okay. Is she the main girl in Night- Last Night in yeah. Soho? Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, she's freaked out. And that's the last <laughs> time I see her anyway. So oh, then, really? Yeah. What the I saw her in the background a couple times like, oh, she's going to be a big part of this movie. Nothing. Nothing else from All her. All right. Well. So then uh, Kirsten Dunst and Peter go out and they play tennis. And Kirsten Dunst's like, don't kill rabbits inside the house anymore. Don't do that. It's weird. And she's oh, like, I'm just trying so to So this learn turned stuff. into King Richard all of a sudden. That's the thing is they go out and play tennis and I'm like, oh, this is the link to King Richard. Also a reference to Kirsten Dunst and Wimbledon. <laughs> forgot about that movie. I don't know why I remember that movie. I think it's just a poster <laughs> of like her being like laughing or whatever with the racket well, on her head. hitting herself with the fucking hitting herself with the racket. racket and I'm like, yeah, what yeah. a goofy thing. Oh, this movie looks adorable. It's adorable. Oh, man. Did you, did, did you watch that movie? No. <laughs> I did not. I just remember the poster. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, like, did she play in Wimbledon? Like, no, so I want to know the whole backstory. So they're playing tennis for a bit, and I'm like, this is on the dirt. And I'm like, man. Serena and Venus Williams had a great court compared to this. <laughs> this is just dirt. Like, yeah, paved, bounce. a paved court. It was at yeah. least paved. Sure, sure, there were like gang members running around being like kind of weird, but like at least you had a bouncy pavement. <laughs> Not dirt. Not dirt. Yeah. Um, they should be playing uh, like uh, some like beach volleyball or just, something. Yeah, beach volleyball would be a good one. Yeah. I don't think they had it invented back then. Probably not. Also, that's there was fair. no beach. It was just dirt. <laughs> well, yeah, you could make fair. it work, though. Yeah. Although, if you do like dives and shit, that's that would hurt. hurt. That would hurt. And you'll dirt. you'll land a cow pie. You'll, yeah, you'll land a cow pie. No one cleans. <laughs> yeah. May, you didn't <laughs> clean out the fucking thing. You're too busy dancing in Soho. That sounds like. That's, that sounds like something that like Phil would do. It was like bring all the cows through the court, shit on the court. And then leave. And then leave. Yeah, probably, yeah. just to be really passive aggressive. Or he would fucking shit on the court. <laughs> yeah, probably. Staring anyway, anyway. Um, she plays until she has a migraine. I don't, know, I don't know if she really has a migraine, but she has to leave and stop. What she does do is actually drink. She goes and drinks. Oh, no. Because Phil's back. Starts drinking in like an alley, mm-hmm. basically. And Phil comes out and like is on the second floor and she starts whistling. Mm. And being like, just basically antagonizing her, whistling, and I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? He's Why is he doing whistling this? Whistling to like antagonize, and she's just like, ah, just keeps drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're cut to a bunch of naked dudes in the river, just Woo! all hanging out with their dongs out. Hell just, yeah, just boys being boys. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm like, do you see their dongs? I don't remember. I feel like I saw I saw Benedict Cumberbatch. So. You saw a bu- Benedict a Benny Cumby? Yeah, that's you right. Saw a little Cumby. That's it's right. like I saw Doctor Strange. <laughs> I gotta ask. Yeah. Does this Doctor Strange have the cape on? <laughs> oh, I didn't see the head of it. <laughs> I was not. I was not. I was you know, not a, a man of mystery. Just like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> just like Sherlock, we got to get down to it, and figure it out. <laughs> That's right. He was born in England, in so my probably castle. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, also, gonna say in Nightmare Alley, which we did watch off the podcast, we're talking about later, but we yeah. saw Bradley's Bradley. We saw Bradley's Cooper. 
I feel like I like saying Bradley's Brabby more. <laughs> Bradley's Bradley? Bradley. I just fucking Bradley's say it wrong. Bradley's Bradley? I'm slurring. I'm drunk. Bradley's Bradley. Okay. That's fine. We saw that. Okay. Any other dicks we saw so far at Oscar? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Van Morrison did the music for uh, <laughs> for Belfast. He's a pretty big dick. Dun, 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 dun. Hey! <laughs> You're male. really he, trying to figure out dicks. No, this. I'm just thinking. I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen any female nudity, and this is all male nudity. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, male you know, mix it back. up. But male nudity's coming back, baby. Yeah, I'm all Let's for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, a bunch of naked guys running around. I do like it, though, because they suntan. Mm-hmm. Being naked, and they just put their hats over their over their dicks. That's pretty great. And I'm like, that's funny. You don't want you don't want sun getting to that. Y- yeah, It'll shrivel that's up that's and a, die. That's a bad sunburn yeah. right there. <laughs> exactly. God, every time you get a boner, it's just fucking just oh, pain. Oh God, that skin just stretches. Ah. Hey man, though, that's a that's a built in condom right there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand how that works. Yeah, well, you know, so you've got that extra layer of skin, you know, it's coming off. You just uh, use yeah, the... you just, yeah, very secure. That was really gross. <laughs> as far as the grossest thing we've ever said in the podcast, I like to feel like we've matured a lot. We have matured. We've matured a lot. But that in the, like the five gross. years or seven years we've been doing this or yeah. whatever long, who knows? Yeah. That was the But that was disgusting. the grossest thing we've ever said on this podcast. So I apologize. I apologize for both I apologize of us. That's okay. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, Phil just walks walks by them and just ignores them doesn't hang out with all the boys oh no he goes to his own sad little section of the river mm-hmm. and takes his shirt off and he has this rag this kind of like long scarf have you seen this before no okay i don't know where it came from okay but he's like rubbing it on himself and like mm. smelling it and then maybe start- it's the rag he was using to like clean bronco henry's saddle with because like, he was using a rag to do that oh <laughs> so he's rubbing rubbing all over his face and he starts jerking off whoa i'm like oh, oh there's a there's been a lot of jerking off into rags this year too mm-hmm. the green knight had that as well oh yeah that's true that's yeah. not an oscar nominated movie though get that out of here no, that shit was bad no, <laughs> no. um does he come in it no he just no he doesn't come in it he's just jerking off in his pants oh um but i got some big room vibes you know <laughs> <laughs> the room the room <laughs> Not room. Not room with Brie Larson. With Brie Larson. The no, room. The room with Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. Where he's jerking off into a red dress. In a red dress. Same yeah, thing. Okay, fair. Just as well acted, too. No, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, Bronco? Why? <laughs> Tear me apart, Jones. <laughs> Jones? Was that his name? Bronco Jones? God Bronco dang, I'll Henry. never get it right. Henry. Henry <laughs> Jones. Jones. <laughs> Bronco Jones was his brother. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. Bronco Jones. He was not hot. No. no. <laughs> he was not remembered. No. Also, probably a better writer. No one gives a shit about his saddle. <laughs> Only the hottest write the history books. That's what they say, that's right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, what happened so, next? Yeah. Peter goes into the shed. Uh-huh. I guess he finds the shed somehow that um, Phil's keeping. Okay. And like looks in it. And there's like, just like in Reflections of a Golden Eye, mm-hmm. there's a little box. And he opens it up. And there's all these old timey pictures of like, hunky men the the anatomy oh, of the yeah. body and yeah. he's like got it all up there i'm i do think it is phil's but now i'm thinking anatomy of the body maybe it is science books but it seems like he's not supposed to be looking at those so i was wondering if it was i think it might be peter's because peter also likes to collect like cut out pictures okay maybe he it does is do that so maybe he is just hanging out at his specific little hiding spot where he's you know oogling bodies mm-hmm. maybe he uses that an excuse to be like i'm gonna be a surgeon that way i could check out more bodies i don't know because there's no other way to do it what are you gonna do so peter's the one looking through this peter is the one he's in the little hut i think it, that might be peter's stuff. might be right yeah so he comes out and he sees um 
Phil bathing, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see got be funny, but Phil sees him and just starts running at him naked, going, "Get out of here, you little bitch! Oh, you hear me? Get out of here!" So With then, his dong around everything, exactly, exactly. Oh, um, which I think is just like you're getting too intimate, you're getting too close. You see me naked. That's right. Very upset. That while, was also while, a section from Reflections of the mm-hmm. Golden Eye, which is funny because you have this other group of all these men who are just like totally comfortable being naked around each other, just fucking not a problem, just hanging out. They're yeah. just slash each other, whatever. Yeah. Um, which also made me think back to when we watched First Cow. We're like, are these two maybe a thing? And I'm like. These are just fucking straight guys just playing naked. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely they're just playing grab ass. They're just playing grab ass. Yeah. It's just guy stuff. And yeah. I'm like, first cow, like if you really want to read it, I feel like you might be able to get the tones. This is way more obvious. Oh yeah, this is way more obvious about like the homosexual undertones. I feel. I think that's a, a fair point too. It's just like a bunch of guys hanging out in the water naked. Nothing gay about that. Nothing gay about that. It really just goes to show how much like gender roles. And, exactly. Like, exactly. It started to become change. like, oh my gosh, now that now that there are people out here who might want to like have sex with me, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to cover my body. And if you want to see me naked or if we're naked around each other, it might be gay. That's gay. Yeah. That's exactly. Okay Instead of just do. being like, whatever, we're just fucking naked. It's just body. We all have the same body. Whatever. It, I think it's also clearly there's something about. Benedict Cumberbatch not wanting to be seen naked, right? Yes, it clearly like, is a thing. He clearly doesn't like it. Even if I don't even think it's a thing of like him being ashamed. I think it's just him being like, I don't, I'm not comfortable in my body. Yeah. Again, I think that points to him maybe having a history of like abuse. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Most of this is probably daddy issues. Let's be honest. That's true. Um, Daddy's still alive too. Yeah, Daddy is still alive, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Isn't he? Daddy's mm. still around, so. So then Peter goes to camp, and everyone calls him, like, the F word, and they say, one guy's like, why didn't he soak his jeans? And anyone tell him to soak his jeans? Soak his jeans? Yeah, like, the jeans, you gotta soak them. They're, like, super blue. They're super fancy. They're not, like, oh. tethered at all. It's, like, definitely, like, brand new, I you didn't know? I did know that. Which is, like, when you go out with white sneakers, you know? You don't want to have brand new white sneakers. Right. You gotta scuff them up a little bit. A little bit. Otherwise, it's, like, weird having Or just don't wear shiny. white sneakers. White sneakers are great, Mike. <laughs> I wear white sneakers, but if I'm in the middle of the desert, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> They're not white. He's. I'm saying he's not wearing white sneakers. I'm just saying it's he did li- buy white sneakers. Is oh, why I'm bringing shit, it up. Really? So yeah, <laughs> maybe he did wear them. I didn't realize yeah. it. I was too busy looking at his dark ass blue jeans. That's a cute idea, though, when you think about it, because it's like he wears white sneakers in the middle of a desert. He doesn't like wash his jeans. Yeah. So like, it's like he's pure. Oh, that's true. That's he's like untouched. He's yeah. clean. He's you know. Clean. And that makes that makes Phil uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Phil actually decides to reach out to him. He's like, "Hey, come over here, Peter." He's like, "Yes, sir." You know, be all polite. He's like, "Look, I want I want to teach you some things. I want to reach out a rope to you. Um, I'm working on this rope. Okay, mm-hmm. this rope I'm making. I want to teach you. I want to pass this skill on to you so you can start getting some getting some manly skills in you. So you can start. And he, I feel like this is him, almost like." Grooming him to be a, a man, man, you know, like right, him. Right. It's like, why don't you learn to do this rope thing? Because he's like, look at you. You're pathetic. You're pathetic. Let me You're help a you little a sissy, is what yeah. he calls him a couple times. Yeah. Um. And um. So yeah, Phil and Pete they meet up in the shed, and he's like, Pete, look at this saddle. Won't you sit on the saddle? And now I realize how much he loves that saddle. Loves that fucking saddle. It kind of makes you feel like there's definitely a thing going on with Phil liking Pete mm-hmm. in a way because he's putting. Pete allows Pete to sit on that saddle. He's like, this is how you'll learn. Don't let your mom make you a sissy. Your mom's making you a baby or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and he's like, come out here. Look out in the, look out in the plains here. What do Everything you see? the light touches. What do you see here? And he's like, well, the, the first, they say the first person who came here was like, uh, you know, they saw something. He's like, what do you see out there? 
And Pete's like, oh, I see, I see a dog with his mouth open. He's like, Phil gets shocked. He's like, you see that right away? Yeah, he's like, that's what apparently the set, like when they first came to this land, that's like the first thing people saw. Right. And it's like crazy because it took me so long to see that, basically, is what he's implying. He doesn't want to admit that, but he's very shocked that Pete sees it right away. That's okay. (laughs) There's one part of the movie where everyone's looking at the mountains and they're just like, do you see it? Is it out there? Uh And Benedict Cumberbatch is like, I can't see it. Maybe, Maybe it's not out there. I'm like, is there a fucking Bigfoot out there or something? <laughs> like, it's like a shadow. Right. I get it's it. It's a shadow of like, it looks like a, he explains it's like a dog with his mouth open. And I, I see it. Okay. Like it's there. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Now. Yeah. I, no, none of the other guys could really see it. So I'll be honest. When I first, when I watched this movie all the way through, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. But I felt like I was missing pieces and you're putting those pieces back together. <laughs> I clearly you know, that's kind of what the point but, of our podcast is. I know, is. but there's so many other movies that we've watched for Oscar season. That is true. Like Coda. I pretty much figured that out. I didn't see the beginning I watched half. the ending and I did watch the ending. Yeah, exactly. I knew you how it was going to end. And I, I knew how the beginning was like, it didn't feel necessary to yeah, propel totally, a plot. Totally. Uh, Delfast, pretty similar in the same pretty situation. Pretty yeah. Um... Uh, what was another one? Uh, <laughs> Don't look up. Don't look up. You What's gotta, gonna happen? Yeah, you, I mean, that one maybe was a little more on edge, but even then, yeah. it was still pretty obvious. Um, King Richard. King Richard. That's a true story. I mean, that's so a true we, story. I mean, so it's that, a little tough. We all know where that's going. Yeah, where that's going. <laughs> What's gonna happen to little Serena? <laughs> <laughs> Will What's she make it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, so many of those were kind of straightforward. This is the first time, I'm like, oh, I need to see the beginning because this doesn't quite add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. I like that. Good. I like that. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since the <laughs> other half podcast. This is what I'm fucking saying. Like, this is like the first true Oscar nominated that feels like an Where Oscar Where they actually movie. like have uh, stuff that calls back a lot more than other movies. And like layers of stuff. Yeah. Stuff you can look into. Exactly. Questions unanswered. You know? Um, good shit. Anyway, so Peter's like um, talking to his her mom, his mom, and he's like, hey, um... You don't have to like figure out anything to fix me, mom. We're doing okay. And she keeps saying like we're not unreachable. Mm. I have no idea what that means. We're At this point, like she's tanked all the time. Oh, like okay. she's just drunk always. Uh, poor thing. Um. So I don't even know if it's. I'm supposed to understand what he says. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he keeps trying to learn. He's like, I'll I'll fix you, mom. So you don't have to worry about all this. And um, he is trying to learn how to ride horses. But he keeps falling off. Eventually, he figures it out. And then he goes to off on his own. And finds like a dead cow, starts cutting it up. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like trying to learn some like dissection shit. He's like moving on the bigger stuff. Right. Um, so then we go to Peter, and he goes off with Paul or Phil. Excuse me. I don't like calling him Paul. <laughs> too many P's in here. Peter and Paul. It's too biblical. Very biblical. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> there is no Paul. You made up Paul. In the Bible? No, in the movie. That's what I mean. Yeah, I oh, made it okay. up. That's what I'm saying. I mixed it up. It was very biblical. I see. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, you made up Paul. There's no Paul in the Bible. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, the book of Phil. Yeah, the book of Phil. Philippians? <laughs> fuck that. It's all about book of Phil. <laughs> He's a Philistine. He's a Philistine. You're <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Uh, so anyway, Peter goes out to ride with Phil, but Rose hates it. I feel because, you know, obviously, now I didn't know the backstory. She's worried about him. Well, she knows Phil's an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Phil's a big old dick. Yeah. And he sees like Rose is like, why just yells at Jesse Pub is like, why can't you go out with him? Why can't you go right up? And he's like, I don't know. Phil's doing a good job teaching him. Yeah. He's being nice to him. They're, yeah. They seem to be getting along. But Rose hates it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hates it. And so they start making like a little corral, I guess, out in, out in the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the imagery of uh, a peg being hammered into a 
very uh, a big giant peg being put into the <laughs> ground. You know, you know what I'm saying? Real big peg. Real big peg. All right, real big peg. that's good to know. A real Thanks big. Let him tell me how big the peg was. A real big Cumberbatch. <laughs> um, but then there is a moment where they're trying to pick pick up more pegs to get, mm-hmm. and uh, a little bunny runs under him. He's like, you did, you did like, you know. Uh, when we were kids, we would like try to scare the rabbits out. We'll try to like pick up the sticks to like see how many sticks you'd have to move to like bet on how, when this what? rabbit would come out. Sorry, this is me fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's been drinking now. He's been too. drinking now too. Uh, they would bet on how many sticks it would take before the like animal would run out underneath the. Oh, sticks. okay, I see, I see, I see. And I'm like, damn, that sounds boring as hell. <laughs> No this TV. is all. This is all you got. Yeah. Yeah. So they tried moving some sticks, but unfortunately, they cro- they dropped one and it broke the little little rabbit's leg. No. And they're like, no. And he's like, better put it out with misery. He's like, oh. And Peter like pets it a little bit, and they just snap his neck. Damn, bro. I'm like, damn, cold. Something something dark is going on, with Peter. Peter's got. So- I don't Peter's- think there's anything dark. I think he just sees like life is what like life is how it is. You know. I don't know. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, so then he goes nope, to- No, wait. Uh, <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't relate to Peter at all, actually. I don't remember. So, it doesn't remind me of when I was a kid. Phil is trying to hi- hype up uh, Peter a little bit. It's like, hey, look. So like the best writer I know, Bronco Henry, he mm. started about the same time as you. Like You could still get really good at it. Right. Um, just FYI. And they sit down. They have like a heart to heart. Phil's like, you know, you got a lot of obstacles in front of you. He's like, yeah, what kind of obstacles? What happens? He's like, well- your mom. <laughs> she's like, she's she's all sauced up. It's like sauced up. It's like, yeah, she's drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I know. And she's he's like, she didn't used to drink that much. He's like, yeah, didn't drink that much. She's like, yeah, but did your dad drink? He's like, yeah, my my dad drank up until the end when he hung himself. Oh, oh. And he's just like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so a little, little dark pass from uh, oh, Peter. He probably saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he said I had to take his body. I found him and had to take his body Jesus. down. Jesus. Well, that's why he's like got a weird like relationship with life and death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Holy moly. So anyway, um, some natives come by, or I guess one native comes by and is like, hey, like ask about hides. Mm-hmm. And... uh. Oh, Chris, he doesn't want natives on his land. Oh, is that why? He says, get him out of here. We're okay. not even trading. So he's anymore. just racist. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, because no, because he never says that in my half. Because oh, in my I half, uh, Chris Duds is like, why didn't? He, why can't we give them two there? And he's like, well, he doesn't want to sell them to anyone. Mm-hmm. He won't because we're gonna burn the hinds. Right. And she's like, well, let's just give it to him. And so she goes over and like gives. It's like you could have all the hides you want. And they're like very nice. They give her like really nice gloves. She cries over. She's so happy. She got a gift. Mm-hmm. And then she collapses afterwards. Poor and thing. Jesse Plemons gets helped. Yeah, because she's of course wasted. Yeah. Um, she says her husband owns the ranch, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. So but Phil- here's the thing Jesse Plemons is like second or third in command. Like he can't really make a decision like oh, that. Oh, really? Who is the main person who owns, owns the Cumberbatch, ranch? Cumberbatch, man. Really? Phil runs fucking everything, and everyone listens to him. Interesting. So I like thought she guy. ran the whole thing, but, like, hired Phil. That's no. Like okay. No, Phil runs, th- like, the ranch? Yeah. No, that's Phil's territory. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Anyway, Phil comes back and is upset. While he's, like, all so pissed all the hides are missing. He's, like, and uh, Peter's, like, I'm so sorry. He's, like, it's because your mom was drunk. You're so drunk. And then she comes. he comes over to Jesse Butler and is, like, why did you do this? He's, like. What's the harm? We're gonna burn them anyway. He's like, yeah. I just I needed them. I needed those. Why? I needed those. Well, turns out he needed them, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> he needed them to finish the rope that he was making. Right, he was making a rope. Is he gonna kill himself with that rope? No. 
Oh. He w- he was making the rope. No, he was going to give it to um who? Uh Peter? Peter, yeah. He's going to give it to Peter. He didn't make it. He'd been making that rope for a while too. A while, yeah. exactly. Um oh so my he God. needed to finish it. Yeah, I told you he was like trying to teach him like I'm yeah, going to give this yeah, to yeah, you yeah, this yeah. Will be your first rope so you can be a man. Wow. So he, he, he Oh, that's so sweet. So he um yeah, it's like I need it. But then he's like, oh, now we have no more rawhide. But Pete's like, I have my own rawhide that you can have. You can use it. Um, which is from the cow he killed earlier. He's like, I right. kept some of it and saved it from my dissection. He's like, Okay, right. cool. Um, so Phil's like awesome. Everything for you now is gonna be plain sailing for He grabs it like really close and is like, Everything from here is gonna be plain sailing. I'm terrified it's right now. It's gonna be great. So anyway, he starts making the rope while Pete watches and he like washes his hands of the, of the like the to hide and everything and gets it up and uh Pete's gonna fucking kill him or something so shit. then um jesus christ i'm bad gonna have i feel <laughs> terrible now oh no i'm shaking in my i'm shaking in my little cowboy so he starts talking about um he's like you know me and bronco had a history we both uh you saved my life uh yeah was, by, by putting cutting them close to me when we were both freezing i got hurt or something and oh. we put me together body to body and we we stayed warm in his bedroll and um Peter's like, oh, naked, and he doesn't he doesn't say anything. He's just like, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> and then Peter gives like lights a cigarette, gives it to him, and keeps smoking. And I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? So then Phil's missing in the morning. Who knows what happens? Jesse's Jesse Plemons is like, where's my brother? So he finds him in bed. Okay, and he's like, oh, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I don't feel good. And he goes, he's like, okay, I'll take the car. We'll go into town. What happened to your hands, by the way? He doesn't say anything. It's clear that he was like working on that rope all the time. Right. And um, he's looking for the boy, but he can't. Like, Phil is done with the rope. Not, yeah, Phil's done with the rope and wants to give it to Peter. Right. He's looking for him. He can't be found. And, but that's because even though Peter's hiding and basically watching him, and as he gets into the car, he's like, oh, well, I guess I can't find it. So he leaves the rope, gets in the car with Jesse Plummins, and drives off. And you just see the, this big, giant, vast oh, no. area of space, and they're just driving to it. And then the next scene is Jesse Plemons buying a coffin because wait, 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 he's dead. What happened? Kirsten does is dead. No, who's dead? Peter's dead. Phil's dead. Phil, Phil died. To, Phil had to go to the hospital. The doctor, remember? Yeah, I just thought somebody else was gonna die. That was like a fucking bait switch. No, Phil no. died. Phil died. Oh, we cut to the funeral. And um, some old lady heads Kristen Dunst a, a necklace. I don't know what that is. I assume that's maybe his mom, the, the brother's mom, I Yeah, guess. probably. And they asked, like, hey, uh, Jesse Plemons asked, like, an old man, like, hey, you could join us for Christmas if you want to, you know, like, just just let you know. Um, and then someone comes up to Jesse Plemons during the funerals. It's, I guess it's a mortician who's like, well, it's going to be a few days before a test comes back. But, like, I don't know what got him. There's no conclusive test as to why he just suddenly died. And he's like, you know, I suspect, actually, but so far, my best guess is anthrax. And then the next line is oh, Jesse Plevin saying, what? But he never handled any diseased animals. He was particular on that. Yes, that's right. He was. He mentioned that earlier. But remember where that hide came from. Yeah, that's right. It was from a dead cow out in, like, middle nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So. Uh, he knows this, too. Like, he's very careful about not handling diseased animals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like. One cut, you're dead. But you know who gave him? Like 
who let Peter. let him in. Yeah. He finally let someone in. He let yeah. Peter in. And got fucking anthrax. <laughs> Just a wild thing to say. <laughs> Throwback Shit. to 2002 or whatever. Peter gave this to him? Purposefully? Wow. Unknown. <laughs> it's unknown if it's purposely or he might have just not known. But considering that he's a college educated guy. Yeah, and he and like does college like, and he knows like dissects a lot about bodies and stuff. Yeah, I he feel probably like did it he purposely. probably did it on purpose. He did wear gloves. He put on gloves while um dissecting the animal mm. while uh Benedict Cumberbatch was not wearing gloves. Benedict doesn't doing, like to doing wear that. gloves, yeah. He doesn't? Is he that doesn't actually like a character? Yeah. yeah, he says Got he doesn't it. want to wear them. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So then the la- there's a part where he's fucking uh, castrating a bull, and he oh. mentions it, like that. That is the scene where he's just like, "I don't like to wear gloves, but never cut yourself because if it's infected, you're gonna die." Like that whole bit is just in that one scene. Mm. So they really are foreshadowing it a lot. Then yeah. Uh, so I honestly didn't think that was what was gonna happen. Jesus yeah. Christ, though. Wow. Okay. So then the last thing is um, Pete reading something in the Bible that basically says, "Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling." From the power of the dog. I'm like, that's the movie. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> and then he puts the Bible away. He looks at the rope as he's sitting on the foot of his bed or on the side of his bed. Mm-hmm. He puts the rope underneath the bed. And you see a shot of just the rope going underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. And he walks off and he looks and sees uh, uh, Jesse and Kristen Dunst kissing. And then that's the end of the movie. He sees him downstairs kissing, Oof. like in the like drive after they come back. I think from the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, there you go. He's made their lives happier. He made them. He did it. He he, he protected his he mom. He protected his mom. Yeah, he made his mom a happier person by getting in there with him. Yeah, he, it's almost like he knew he's like this. This guy, this guy likes me in a, in a way. I'll, <laughs> I'll exploit that. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's starting to trust me. Fuck, I'll man. go with him on this manly stuff that he wants me to do, but I don't really care. This is a really good movie. It's a good movie. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's good. And I just love how the whole time, like ever since, I don't know, maybe the first time you see him bathing and it gets caught by um, Peter. Peter, the music just changes into like, just kind of like there will be blood. It's like very, very, there will very, be blood music. Yeah, Johnny Greenwood. Yeah. Tons of violins and stuff. And like it scary. Like just that undertone. <sighs> God damn, man. Mm. <sighs> man, that's a good film. Like it's a good ending. Here's the thing. We've been ranking <clears throat> the Oscar movies. And it's like all the movies we've seen so far, a golf. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like I like Coda. I like uh King Richard. Those are cute movies. But this is like on another fucking level. This is some art house shit. Oh my god! This is some this is some All fancy the movie shit. Fucking shit in between characters, the character interactions, the the the, the metaphors and the like the symbolism. What, what does the rope uh, symbolize? What does the dog me- uh, Look, symbolize? The symbol- Easily, the rope symbolizes him being like cool i got i learned how to quote unquote be a man mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck yeah and puts yeah, it yeah. underneath the puts it underneath the bed like yeah that's a nice thing to remember not who i am and mm-hmm. then it's like what i am is i'm, I'm a mama's boy yeah 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 and i'm and here there's for my nothing family. wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that fucking christ Which i'm like man. cool but there's also the impo- the importance of what the rope means to uh phil mm-hmm. to phil this is like this was like it, it was working this so was, hard on him this was his saddle yes this is the saddle that he was wanted to be remembered by exactly and instead of putting it on a pedestal he puts it under the, puts bed. It under the bed he's not proud of it he's, he's ashamed care. of it in he, fact yeah or not even know if it's a shame but just like, like whatever doesn't give a shit about yeah. it. yeah 
it's not important to fucking him as much. christ man yeah. uh and then like also it's just like he knew it's just like yeah phil is causing so much pain by being yep. an unhappy person yeah like the simplest thing to do here is just to get rid of him yeah and give him give him the memes you know yeah where the fuck did phil think he got the cow from anyway did he just he think the care. cow? yeah he didn't care. He just thought it was one that he dissected or something. Jesus Christ, man. That is some so, good shit. He was so engulfed in anger. Yeah. The betrayal. And he's just like, oh, I could trust little Peter. Yeah. What is he ever going to do? He's just a little weakling. He's a little weakling boy. He's not going to yeah. do it. He's, he knows exactly where to get them. And you'd probably trust him, too, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would he want to kill you? You know? He but seems he to really look up. He, he really looks up to me. How could anyone want to kill me? Yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. loves me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so charming. Yeah, I'm so charming. Everyone yeah. likes me. Why would but I he die? forgot that he fucking like was being a shit to his mom mom and like literally like his mom got a migraine as soon as phil got back yeah 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 because she's like fuck i'm having a good day and now phil's here i'm gonna go drink now jesus christ what a great film it's on netflix guys check this fucking movie out and also it's beautifully shot yeah beautifully shot it was really good i don't think it was the best shot movie ever but it was very well done yeah. There was some good stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's other movies that we've seen that I felt like were better shot. What? Like Belfast? Mm, I think Belfast maybe and um Coda. Honestly, King Richard was shot really well. Yeah, I liked how King Richard was shot as well. I think that probably is a really good looking film as well. That one's cool. And then some other movies that we haven't mentioned. Uh, yes, that that's we've, right. That we've we'll talk about later. Talk about later. Yeah, I guess it's more just like I really love how uh Jane Campton, is that how you pronounce her last name? I think so. Uh, I just really like how she framed, like, uh, Phil. Like, I really like how she, like, cuts him off in places, Mm -hmm. how he's always, like, this dark, distorted figure. And it's just so cool how she can frame him in such a way that he's, like, a dark, twisted person. And rather than feeling fear from him, you almost feel, like, sadness and embarrassment, you Mm -hmm. know? It's a very... And it's, like, so much of that is so perfect. Because it's, like, it's not like... It's not like... Uh, Cumberbatch is playing this guy to be sympathetic, really. No. It's only in the quiet, alone moments that you feel this way. Yeah. Fucking Christ. All those important scenes about, like, wow, he really is sad. Yeah. Also, yeah. gorgeous nature shots. Oh, yeah. 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 This, this is shot in New Zealand, I think. Is it? Yeah. Wow. It's so not shot in America. Wow. Well, I feel betrayed. I hate this now. She's uh, been shot in uh, America. You should have showed me the real This lady don't know the first thing about Westerns. Man, what are they doing? Shooting a place where there's no COVID? Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, where'd they shoot a fistful of dollars? <laughs> where'd they shoot literally all Westerns? Spaghetti Westerns. With spaghettis? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm, spaghetti. I just love it. I love they got spaghetti in the West. <laughs> As the favorite, you know, cowboys love spaghetti. Those were documentaries. <laughs> this was just a stupid movie made by a woman. Woman. Made by a woman. We are referencing the uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott's a uh, 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 take on this film. I would disagree with him. I, I don't think this. he did. He say like that extreme. I don't yeah. remember. I didn't actually read it, but I thought it was just kind of like he he will okay. I he felt was, like dismissive more than like it uh, was. It was very dismissive. Okay, it was very dismissive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't nearly. It as, wasn't good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Okay. But you know, he's a fucking like eighty year old man. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll fucking he's die, gonna die in twenty soon, years. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I fucking love this movie. It's a beautiful film. Loved it a lot. Yeah, it's a I little, thought it was really good. Cute little mystery. I did. I do like it more after hearing the beginning. Yeah. Um, surprise. <laughs> Who would have thought? I liked it a lot watching the end or hearing about the ending. Yeah. No, I think it really comes together in the end, too. Yeah. It's clearly. What an ending. Holy mother of God. Uh, guys, what other Western movies would you recommend? Mm. Any that are on the same? You know what movie I've never seen is Brokeback Mountain? 
I never have either. Hmm, maybe mm. in the future. Uh, email us and email theartherhalfpodcast.com. Let us know what movies we should watch. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and if you want to listen to our previous uh, Oscar season episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it gives us anthrax. Oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not going to read the one that says anthrax. I always read all of your reviews with gloves. Always wear gloves <laughs> while reading reviews. You never know what those reviews have been. Oh, I'm not feeling very good. I think I need to go to the hospital. Oh, I've been almost. reading the reviews without gloves. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know where this review was. Well, It looks like this review was left quite a while ago. We didn't read it. <laughs> and I read it without gloves. It started to smell kind of bad, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, that's sorry. Well, I'm not you, feeling too good. Well, I guess I'll take you into town and maybe I'll go buy a coffin afterwards. Sounds good to me. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the section of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, you get updates as to when he goes live. Just keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You could hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? (laughs) The Discord is your oyster. Come join us. The Discord is your oyster. Join it. Join it.